since the dawn of time, many of the world's best thinkers have tried to understand Wikipedia. Leonardo da Vinci, Socrates, Einstein. But all have failed until now. Two great warriors have stepped forward. I am Ben Graw the Mighty. And I am Garth Remington the Kingslayer. They aren't thinkers, they're doers. And they're going to review every single page on Wikipedia. That task is impossible. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, then hot girls will want to hook up with you. We totally will. This is the Wiki Review. You took my story and turned it into a sex object. Oh, good. <laughs> I nearly got kicked out. This is all so much better. Is it too late to change this to Google Review? And welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Gareth Remington. And whatever your star sign said today, if it didn't say that you'd be listening to Wiki Review today, then it's full of crap. Because on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about astrological signs. Ooh! Tell your future! What animal are you? Meh! <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> Crab! Rav! I'm a virgin! I'm a tampon. This isn't going to work with sound effects. No, it's not. You're just going into saying stuff. Well, because what's a Virgo? I liked your crab one, though, like crab. <laughs> because if crabs made a sound, that's probably why they named them that. Just <laughs> listen to really closely. Crab. It's like some weird Pokemon universe where things can <laughs> say their own name. <laughs> that's pretty much it. What would a scorpion say? Then a make... scorpion would come up and go, scorpion. No, no, it'd go, come here, you. <laughs> <laughs> They do the flaming uppercut. Yeah. So we're talking about Mortal Kombat this week? Sweet. <laughs> Good pick. Yeah. Is it uh, too late to change? Oh, who's your go-to for, for Mortal Kombat? I like Scorpion and Sub-Zero. They're good. I got a good Raiden. I like a Johnny Cage. Yeah, Johnny Cage is all right. Liu Kang's better. Uh, I, I like my Johnny Cage more. He punches him in the nuts. What more <clears> do you want? But I like the magical, more godlike ones. Raiden is fun, but I feel like he's almost borderline cheating because he's that good. Yeah, that teleport he has is pretty good. Mm, and the electricity fly across. But I think we can all agree no one ever uses Sonya. And it's not because she's a chick, it's because she sucks. <laughs> Everyone's girlfriend uses Sonya, though. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> they usually like you to pick a character that looks a lot like you and then beat the crap out of them. Katana's pretty good, though. Yes. <laughs> cool. What about Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blanca, if you want to cheat. <laughs> I just do the electricity thing. Yeah. You just that over and over again. <laughs> Uh, if you tuned in for astrological signs, you are so bummed out right now. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> oh, Ben and Garth are going to talk about astrological signs. Hey, we haven't mentioned a movie once. <laughs> Give us some credit here. Now, as I was saying, Balrog is Street Fighter all the way for me. The boxer is the way to go. Oh, crap. Now I can't mention the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered it. I think we actually went into quite detail on that one. In some episode, probably. We love talking about pieces of shit movies. <laughs> Advent. Dan though I wonder what his star sign is or his astrological sign is 
Oh, I reckon he's a Pisces, some sort of fish. No, 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 we all know he's a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, well, based on his personality, I reckon he's... I'm gonna go Libra. You're gonna say Libra? All right, we can actually find out. We can, I'm gonna Google it. Uh, the 18th of October. So what's the 18th <clears throat> of October? Okay, now we go back to the Wikipedia page there and cross-reference. <laughs> We're doing science. <laughs> what the hell is it? <laughs> this is as hard to follow as the stars. No, you've gone too far now. Temba. He's a Libra. He's a Libra. I nailed it. He's totally a Libra. How, how did you not know? That guy's a maxi pad through and through. <laughs> Have you not seen any of these movies? Total Libra. Absolute Libra. <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding out what a Libra does and feels. I have no idea. That's kind of like Van Dan if you think about it. So if uh, you're a Libra, you and Van Dan, same basic people. Spinning split kick. That's your move. If you're in Street Fighter and you pick the Libra character, that's what you do. <laughs> Spinning split kick. What did you pick? Pisces. Because I'm like, he looks like a fish. 19th of February to 20th of March. So yeah, oh, you're close. way off. But that's such a Leo thing to think. <laughs> Which is bullshit because I'm Capricorn. Uh, I think we should tell everyone. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're the fish. Yes, I'm the fish. Uh, I thought I smelt something in the room. That's distracted <laughs> by the Van Dam. You basically thought me and Van Dam were the same person? Essentially, yeah. But that is a very Capricorn thing to think. <laughs> and that will be my comment for this entire fucking episode. Just blame the Capricorn. Anytime someone does anything. Of course he'd do that. He's a Sagittarius. Mm. What? But I did see on here the Zodiac originated in Babylonian astrology. Which, we were talking about this earlier, but do you know about the Tower of Babylon? No, I've never been. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a Bible story. Basically, they decided they were going to build a tower to heaven. Oh, like the ladder in heaven in South Park. Pretty much very similar. Where were you when the Babylonians built that tower to heaven? And so they actually get most of the way up. Is that what they wrote? We got about three quarters of the way there because they never reached it. We were close. We're close. They were close. But God starts to panic because he thinks they're going to make it. Oh God, they're going to see my stash. <laughs> so he sends like a lightning bolt down or something and it destroys the whole tower, messes the whole thing up. So they got to start from scratch. They should have put a lightning rod on it. But as... <laughs> <coughs> But as a punishment, he made them all speak different languages. And that's how we have all the different languages in the world. Ah, cool. So the punishment was they spoke Chinese. Nihama. So then they couldn't organize and build another tower that goes to heaven. Well, so in other words, we wouldn't have beautiful languages like Italian if it wasn't for that tower. Yes. All right. Aim high, get punished. I'm pretty sure that's the moral of the Bible, right? Which, how tall is this tower? Because haven't we gone to space and we still didn't find heaven? Oh, that's because we went too far. Oh, we overshot heaven. Yeah, yeah. We were way up high above it. Like, because, you know, you could look down you can see the clouds yeah too far. <laughs> but I've been in a plane flying through a cloud. Yeah, and that pisses God right off. <laughs> Let me tell you, he's like, you know, heaven was a great place till it was in a flight path. <laughs> I mean, you complain about planes going over your house. Oh, we're in a flight path. It's so noisy. Imagine it goes through your living room. I've been a devout, whatever religion's the right one person my entire life to get to heaven through the pearly gates. And St. Peter's like, welcome to heaven. You're... <laughs> Hang on, just let the plane go and I'll tell you the rest about heaven. <laughs> Imagine being on the plane going past going, is that a dude talking to St. Peter? Dude, that guy looks like he has a seagull on his back. <laughs> so yeah, those geniuses who built that tower also invented this apparently. Oh, wow. So judging on the punishment thing, this is not a good... Oh, because they built the tower. Not only do we all speak different languages, we all have different personalities. Like there's 12 of them and we all have to worship a different animal or something. I guess that's what it's about. <laughs> I'm not 100% certain what they are or why they do this. It's weird though that it was invented by 
Bible-y people. Yeah, it's very non-Bible. In fact, it seems kind of anti-Bible. A lot of religious people tend to think that it's evil. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter, you know? This is some evil shit. Unlike Harry Potter, I don't think it's evil. I just think it's stupid. That's muggle. <laughs> Are you a Harry Potter fan? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I nearly got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, we're going to separate and do separate podcasts for a while. <laughs> you do your fucking fan fiction shit over there. <laughs> Quidditch people, it's time. Grab your brooms. <laughs> Actually, I should know that because I remember when we were shooting that public domain confessions and you were Merlin and there's a scene where I'm just like, I need you to say a bunch of Harry Potter stuff and you're like, what's Harry Potter stuff? So we had to actually look up. <laughs> we did. Uh, what a term. Quidditch. Quidditch. Uh, Hugglepuff. That's a thing. <laughs> the confused way that Merlin reads that is exactly the confused way that Garth read it the first time. <laughs> Am I saying this right? What is any of this shit? <laughs> Slytherins. Is that right? Am I doing this? Harry Pothead. I don't know. But Harry yeah, so- Pothead sounds like the porn parody or something. Oh, was it Harry's a Pothead and the Sorcerer's Stoned? That was the first one? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Star signs. So they're basically, <clears throat> from what I've known without reading anything, is they have the signs in the sky. Like, I'm guessing Capricorn, there's a goat up there somewhere. They're the animals there. Like down here. Yeah. Uh, it does actually say also, little disclaimer on this episode, astrology is generally regarded as a pseudoscience. Really? So yeah, everything on this page is crap. Like every other page we aim to look at. So this citation needed is probably going to come up a fair bit. <laughs> citation. Uh, so we're going down. Here's the first thing where it says the signs. So we all know the 12 signs. They've got a bunch of degrees. That's um, your longitude. Longitude. Cute little so, symbols. I feel very comfortable at 300 to 330 degrees. Okay. And I'm a 270 to 300 guy. Cool. <laughs> that probably means something to some. That's like almost the whole way around. Oh, here's something to point out. Okay, so Capricorn, which I am, the entire time I was told, it's the goat, man. It's the goat. (laughs) Says here, the mountain sea goat. Yeah, that's too many objectives. What's a mountain sea goat? Yeah. Is that a thing? Is it the mountains in the sea? Or the seas in the mountain? Well, there are any seas in the mountains? I think by definition there can't be. But they got those like underwater mountains. Maybe it's some sort of fish. Maybe. Maybe I've been completely misinterpreting this. Sea goats. Yeah, they're like seahorses. Well, on either side of it, if you look at the transition, it goes archer, then the mountain sea goat, and then the water bearer. So yours is sort of like the in-between transition thing, because the archer would probably be aiming at a goat. That's true. And then he falls in the water, because <clears throat> he's a sea goat. Yeah. I do like, they've got all the little symbols, and the Capricorn symbol looks like it's just someone poorly written the word yo. <laughs> it does. Like the archer gets a nice little arrow, then yo, and then it's two squiggly lines for water. And the fish, that's you, Pisces, you're an H. Yeah, I'm the fish. You'd think they nice just do a fish. Yeah, it's pretty simple to draw. And a scorpion's an M. This is just making no sense. There isn't God a Pisces. How do you figure? Well, I see that fish everywhere. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you go, people are like, I love God, here's a fish. But it's the Bible fish, not the Babel fish. The Bible fish, not the H. Because what's Jesus then? Is he a Sagittarius or a Capricorn? Oh, 25th. I think he's a Capricorn. What's Sagittarius got to say? To the 21st. Yep. So yeah, he's a Capricorn. Hey, I'm like Jesus. So you like Jesus, I'm like God. Let's go with that. <laughs> hey, all we need is a ghost, and then we got a trinity here. Keep it holy. Hey, you were a ghost. <laughs> I was. Hey! <laughs> uh, go to the YouTube channel. That's Humidor, if you wanted to look into that. Yeah, we're going to be making a lot more references to our YouTube channel until you fuckers start listening to it, and watching it, and liking it, and subscribing. If you don't remember where it is, just check the show notes and just click in there. I put it in there. We put it everywhere we can. Now, uh, one thing I really want to go through is, okay, I've been around a lot of... Uh, uh, how do I say this nicely? Dirty hippies. They're all my friends. And they're all very big 
read on all these star signs and what they mean and how you have a personality based on when you were born. Now, I don't think anyone knows anything other than their own star sign and what they've been told. If possible, I'd really like to dispel every myth ever created by this. I want to destroy the pseudoscience. Got a limited time. I don't think you can tackle all the myths. <laughs> oh, well, I can start by going through. Let's find out. I want to learn about Pisces. Let's learn about Ben. Tell me, let, let's let Wikipedia tell us about Ben's personality. All right, so as per usual, we're off Wikipedia now. Go to Google. Yeah, I could not even find it on Wikipedia. It's probably there somewhere. You don't care. I don't care. Google's so much better. Is it too late to change this to Google review? Ooh, I don't think that's an actual thing either. <laughs> we wouldn't be fighting with the people who review things on Wikipedia. <laughs> Google review. We'd probably be more likely to be sued though. Probably. Google's a big company. Yeah, Wikipedia is by donation only. They yeah. don't have the time or the energy to fight two little guys. Yeah, they're lucky they exist. Google has a whole probably branch of Google dedicated specifically to crushing little ants like us. Okay, the so ant crushing on. division. All right, do you want to tell me about who I am? All right, Ben, let me tell you about you. See, here's your problem. You adapt well to circumstances, both good and bad. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a lie. <laughs> You're generous. Oh, fuck you. Amable. I don't even know what that word means. Yeah, I can barely pronounce it. <laughs> I think it means generous. I'll let you a nice guy. Well, it's the same as the first one. <laughs> yeah. Positive natured. Okay, that's not right. <laughs> I'm skeptical about that one. You have a deep sense of kindness and compassion. Wow, it's like looking at a mirror of you. <laughs> How do these people know you so well? You're highly tuned to everything around you, including the feelings of others. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're saying the opposite of you. Sorry, did that make you sad? <laughs> uh, oh my god! Pisces are socially popular because of their easygoing and likable manner. <laughs> I'm likable, damn it. <laughs> And you're sociable. You love people. Yeah, I mean, not talking to them, but yeah. Or the being... general idea of them. <laughs> I don't like them, but I like the idea of them. <laughs> if the whole world got wiped out, I'd be kind of bummed out. <laughs> But it wouldn't change my day-to-day -day life too much. Just saying, there's only like three people that really matter. And that's <laughs> your wife, so she reminds you that you need to eat. You go hungry without her. Me, because otherwise you wouldn't know when it's every second Sunday. <laughs> that would really throw your weeks off. <laughs> would. <laughs> Wait, is this an on week or an off week? I don't know anymore. I'd just be sitting here with the microphone just going, he'll be here. <laughs> yeah, because of your positive nature. Yeah, that's it. See how that works? <laughs> uh, it does highlight some positive kindness, compassion. That's your three traits. You're positive, you're kind, and you're compassionate. I'll give you one, but I won't say which one. <laughs> you can pick. Oh, and it goes into further. What are the characteristics of a Pisces man? You're intuitive. I bet, I? You, I bet you knew they were going to say that. I, I did. You're creative. Uh, we'll give you a half mark for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you're caring. Back to that. You're the sensitive new age guy that all women... Women, you, you got to find a, a fish, apparently. Apparently, I'm quite a catch. <laughs> you do. I see what you did there. Ah, with a net. <laughs> Who's a net? Never mind. The Pisces man is sensitive and often your most trusted friend. I do want to go on record, as I've said many times before, I'm pretty sure you're my least trusted friend. <laughs> I always come armed. Often exceptionally attractive. Damn right. His most That's the most accurate one yet. <laughs> 
Now, who wrote this? I don't think it was a Taurus who wrote this. <laughs> and your most endearing traits are your humility and love of romance. You are a romantic. I am. Like that time you bought that Xbox for Shannon <laughs> and you even played it all the time to show how much you care about her and think about her. I even let her play as Sonya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this is my favorite part of star signs because someone figured out what compatibility there is. You know, who star sign matches with who. This is also known as how to start a fight over nothing. Yeah, if this doesn't say anything but Shannon. Yeah, you're in a lot of shit right now. It's just a great way of like to have a woman like decide that you're not right. Uh, is she a Cancer, a Scorpio or a Capricorn? Ben, you know her star sign, don't you? I know her birthday. I don't know her star sign because star signs are full of crap. Okay, you've got a modern woman. Good. Yeah. Um, so when the fuck would be May? In Tor- Gemini, I think, sounds familiar. There you go. May 20. Yeah. She's so- a Gemini? Yeah, so she's a Gemini. That's well known as being the crazy bitch star sign, but we will put that aside. That's not- <laughs> hey, she to- listens. Tread carefully. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she watches everything I do. Uh, okay. Gemini and Sagittarius. Uh- are the least compatible signs. Oh, really? So yeah. I'm uncompatible with my wife. That's awesome. Sagittarius more so? But Gemini's still there. <laughs> it's put Sagittarius in bold, so I better stay away from those Sagittariuses. Yeah, the Sagittarius. They'll Sagittarius you. <laughs> yeah, look at that. See? Out of nothing. You were sitting here fine and happily married. One little fact comes up. You really need to question <clears throat> your relationship. You really should have been born like a month later or something. But I don't think I have any friends that even fall into that because you don't fall into that. I know everyone else is sort of towards the end of the year that I know. You don't know Sagittarius. The 23rd of November. I know, I know. The 21st of December. <clears throat> Actually, I know some of my friends are Sagittarius. You know, Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there's so much friction between the two. We will eventually get through all of these star signs and figure out what is everyone's problem. So it turns out that everyone who I know is just somebody who is not good with me. Yeah, that kind of sounds like you. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense knowing you. You're attracted to conflict. Doesn't like, s- I'm not even compatible with you, but I'm still like, at least I'm Actually, not like... no, no, no. It's generally considered to be Taurus, Cancer, Scorpio, or Capricorn. Are you a Capricorn? Capricorn. See, that's why this podcast works. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the right kind of friction. But look at that. They give you four star signs that you can be compatible with. That's like a third of the star signs. They give you two out of 12. That's one sixth and your wife's in the wrong one. Oh, uh, sorry, sweetie. I think this means we're getting a divorce. We'll have to talk to your astrology lawyers. <laughs> I know, right? Do you think that's grounds for divorce? You'd just like go into the course and go, look, the star signs don't match. We Googled it. <laughs> if it's a female judge, then yes. Right. Now you get to tell me all about me. The Capricorn born people are most determined of the entire Zodiac. Are you determined? Um, can I get back to you later? I don't re- I'm not really <laughs> sure. I think so. Well, nah, you know, I'm a go-getter. I mean, look how hard I work. I mean, this podcast, if I didn't show up every two weeks, then this whole thing would fall apart and wouldn't... Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking on it. The most prominent qualities of goats, as they are called, <laughs> are... <laughs> Are they ambitious, conservative, determined, practical, and helpful? (laughs) You're not helpful. I know I'm not. (laughs) And nothing I do is ever practical. I'm the most impractical person to deal with on any nature. I always go the opposite way to everything. Now, conservative. I like a gun. That's a half mark, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. And they highlight practical and ambitious. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so ambitious. What's funny is I've got two brothers doing very well for themselves because they work hard. I'm here sitting here with... The Pisces. See, I think you're ambitious, but not practically ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I dream big, but I have no follow through is what you're saying. Yeah, all your dreams are completely unrealistic. Now let's start the fight and look at what the Capricorn male says. Who am I best match with? The with Tauros, Virgos, Scorpios, and Pisces. Uh, your so Pisces is highlighted, so does that mean- I'm more compatible with you than you are. <laughs> I know. Does that make me the bitch in the relationship? <laughs> I think so. It feels like I'm a bitch. You right. Stop being so compatible. That's weird. It's just impractical <laughs> as far as I'm sitting. All right. Uh. Fortunately, Ali is also a Capricorn. I'm good because it doesn't put her in the negatives. It doesn't specifically say that Capricorns are bad with Capricorns. But I don't like Aries or Libra. Sheep go to heaven, goats go to hell. Everyone knows that. <laughs> it's weird that they really amp up your whole goat thing. Yeah. Well, when I found out my star sign was a goat, I like that. Goat makes a lot of sense to me because it looks kind of out of shape, but they are the most agile. Like they can balance on the side of a mountain. They can eat anything just like me. They can live on like tin cans and like crap and they're very agile despite how they just look kind of fugly. It's just funny that anyone who has a goat as a mascot is generally really proud of that. Goat's a pretty good thing to have. Come on, we've got horns. What do you want? And you get to go... But it's a farm creature. Like, surely tigers or dragons would be better. You'd think so, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) As far as farm animals go, the goat is probably the coolest one of all the farm animals because it's the least herdable. They climb trees. They have hooves and you'll just find all of them up a tree. That's because you don't want to be like a cow, a chicken, a pig, or a sheep. Well, they're also... you can go but that's kind of getting into goat territory again the billy goat is way better than the ram because they'll go you and they can jump fences and if a ram goes you you just jump the fence you're safe it'll leave you alone because it can't get out if a billy goat wants to bite you there's nothing you can really do to stop it it will kill you and they're mean and also they have goaties that's where the word goatee comes from yeah that wasn't a stretch I think people basically assumed that <laughs> <laughs> I enlightened some people with my determined and practical ambition <laughs> there's one person out there it's like, oh, that made so much sense. <laughs> there might be something to this star sign shit. Actually, no, hold on, go up. What are Capricorns like sexually? <laughs> Let's see what you're like in bed. I prefer to plan sexual encounters and then proceed according to plan. Really? <laughs> That's why I always carry duct tape with me. No, no, yeah. that is wrong. We don't say that. You've got like your sex notebook with like all these sketches in there. <laughs> I have a palm pilot. <laughs> That's my sexual activity. Wow, that is a dated reference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works with me. I am practical. But do people listening to podcasts know what a palm pilot is? Just think of like that app on your phone that tells you what you do. It's an organizer. Is that still out of date? (laughs) I'm like a diary, but yeah, whatever. (laughs) A seduction feels like cooperation, foreplay like a warm-up, and intercourse like work. It does feel like a chore. (laughs) It should take time, and it should have a lasting effect. Capricorn is proud of making the most of it. Which kind of sounds like a backwards way of saying I have a small wang. (laughs) I think the whole thing basically just sounds like a Viagra commercial. <laughs> like on. Capricorn's just one of those nasal sprays. <laughs> okay, make a plan. Because once you sniff this, this is your window and this may be your only chance ever again. So you're going to need to cooperate. Foreplay needs to be timed perfectly. Okay, and then just make the most of whatever you get, okay? Soft cock it. <laughs> wow, that was bitterly disappointing. But amazingly accurate. I don't know if I've ever met a Taurus or someone I knew was a Taurus. There's a lot of who to marry if you're a Capricorn stuff coming up. It is like who are you attracted to? Who is a good match? It's like they know that I'm not married and you are. <laughs> All right, so that's So down. Capricorns are looking. <laughs> They're looking, whereas you're just there. Well, you're so romantic and such that you're already tied down. Aries. Let's find out about Aries. That's the sheep, my arch nemesis. Aries is the 20th of March to 21st of April. So this includes April Fool's people. Personality of an Aries. The sheep people, independent, which is very like a sheep. Sheep are very independent <laughs> beings. 
kids. They, they're they known for their independence. They don't go with the flock. <clears throat> they're like shepherds, not like, shh, never mind. Sheeple are all individuals. That's right. <laughs> they venture out and are go-getters. Kind of sounds like a Capricorn, but anyways. <laughs> often leading the way. Their upbeat and magnetic personality, kind of sounds like a Pisces, often entices others to follow their lead because their personalities bring excitement into others' lives. They're all very positive. Yeah, well, you can't have, like, Taurus, you people are all scum. If you're trying to sell a book, imagine if you're in the star sign, every time you read the paper, it's just like, you are going to make a horrible mistake because mm. you're a horrible person. You suck. You'd probably stop believing in star signs. But it's even they're just buzzwords, like magnetic personality. What does that even mean? It means you either attract or repel people, depending on whether their ions are northerly or southerly uh, charged. So you attract people who are opposite to you. Oh, that's exactly right. So if you feel like you're upbeat and you just attract a bunch of sad sacks surrounded by you, if you're constantly surrounded by miserable people telling you your problems, probably an Aries. It's your magnetic personality. You think we'd know an Aries then? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that's sheep. They're upbeat, apparently. Next, we're going to find out about cows. Taurus. They're reliable, practical, and ambitious. That's word for word what they said about the Capricorn. And sensual. The people born under this zodiac sign have an eye for beauty. That sounds like the Pisces. I think they basically just open up random fortune cookies and just line them up. (laughs) That's how they write these. (laughs) Taurus is good with finances and they make efficient financial managers. (laughs) Job recommendation. Yep. Just if you happen to be born in that part of the year, you're going to be a financial planner. That's your job. Suck it up. Yeah. Well, I'd only get a Taurus to handle my funds. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'd love that. You go into like a financial advisor, financial planner. They're like, hi, we've got some great ideas. Here's all my accomplishments. When were you born? (laughs) Uh, May. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. I can't do business with you. What is the Taurus birth year? Uh, birth date. Whatever. (laughs) No one cares. (laughs) The Taurus is the 20th of April to the 21st of May. Oh, so someone born in May would have been fine. Your joke doesn't work. Oh, I, sorry. I meant the 31st of May. Yeah, see what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) You had a bunch of months to pick from. Could have gone safe and gone September. I had like a one in 12. (laughs) I'm starting to formulate my plan. I always wanted to do this page so that we could prove it's bullshit. So far, everyone has the same traits. Yeah. A Taurus is both a Pisces and a Capricorn and all vice versa. And we already proved that what our traits are a bullshit. Well, they don't even tell you anything realistic in there. Yeah, it's very broad and general and <coughs> open to interpretation. Because Taurus have a eye for beauty. Who doesn't like beautiful things? Oh man, I hate beautiful things. You know what I like? Ugly. That's the way. You've seen my house. You see how I decorate or don't. I mean, I like beautiful things over not beautiful things. Stop being stupid. <laughs> like, none of these mean anything. I mean, well, an eye for beauty, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Though I am taken by this whole make an efficient financial manager. It's like there's a job recommendation in there. It didn't tell me what I should do for a job. That's why we do this. <laughs> but set on mine, start a podcast and be like, get the fuck out. That's awesome. Maybe this thing is real. <laughs> I'm going to read mine every day. You know what? That'd be great because then we'd know what to do the podcast on every week. Yeah. The topic would be picked by some guy who gets paid very small amounts of money by the courier mail. <laughs> Possibly a woman wearing some kind of neckerchief. Ooh. For some reason, is a Taurus jealous? This is a negative trait for one of them, finally. The Taurus is one of the signs that's more possessive and is well aware of it. So if you're a Taurus, <laughs> you get jealous and you know you get jealous. But they don't see what's wrong with being jealous. These people sound like dicks. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it turns out Taurus is the worst one. So far, we didn't get a negative trait. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, do you want to go to another one? I want to know all of these. I want to destroy them. Gemini. Gemini. We've gone through all. Yeah, we got a whole fucking podcast to do. Okay, yeah. traits. All right, so a Gemini. Now that's the crazy bitch one. Star the two sign. crazy bitches. That's right. And I was going to say it's totally true. It's not true, but I've dated a Gemini and it was like dating two bitches, two separate women. One was crazy and the other was fucking crazy. It was nuts. Okay, now a Gemini is expressive and quick-witted. Okay, I'll come up with a comeback to that later. Yeah, none of us had quick-witted. That kind of sucks. That's the one thing I'd want to be called. <laughs> Gemini represents two different personalities in one and you will never be sure which one you will face. Yeah, that was my every morning. What am I getting today? <laughs> am I going to be told off? Am I going to be grabbed onto? Is st- stuff going to be thrown at my head? Wait, are you supporting this now? Yeah, it turns out Because you I were am. making fun of it like 10 seconds ago. Oh, wait, no, she wasn't a Gemini. They were all like that. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the star sign. That's to do with I'm a reprehensible human being. I asked for every single thing. I mean, I was just there grabbing a sister's ass and out of nowhere, this crazy Gemini. <laughs> I thought you were the same person. Yeah. You're a Gemini, right? Twins? Yeah, no, that's how you get kicked in the groin. Uh, they are sociable, communicative, and ready for fun with a tendency to suddenly get serious, thoughtful, and restless. So sometimes fun sometimes serious I don't think I've ever met a person who's sometimes fun and sometimes serious that describes nobody <laughs> this is stupid I don't think I've seen you be either though yeah <laughs> I walk a very very thin line that most people can't alright now let's go to my favourite one cancer traits cancer traits I wonder if this even is gonna have love, like symptoms of cancer oh god there's pictures of melanomas <laughs> okay so cancer which is the worst one by the way yeah you will feel nauseous yeah <laughs> <laughs> You need to seek radiation treatment. But also, what's your star sign? Crabs. You're going to feel a little itchy around the groin area. <laughs> Anything where you're named after a disease is not good. Yeah, and they're named after two. Which didn't the star sign come first? Well, first there was the animal. Then someone said, hey, those stars look like a crab. And then, well, they always had cancer, but we didn't call it cancer. Because if that name was already in use, when they're thinking of a name for cancer, why do they go with that? If you're going to call any disease cancer, probably crabs. That's true. That's you get just... crabs like, oh, I, got, I got cancer. It's like, it's all right. There's a shampoo for that. <laughs> <laughs> you just shave it all off and then you put a shampoo. You'll be fine. You'll, you'll grow it out. It'll be okay. That's the double whammy. I mean, why didn't they call cancer Gemini or something? Oh, it's so bad. I've got Gemini. Yeah, I hear that shit's crazy. Nah, because then people think it multiplies. It does. So Gemini works. Yeah, this is working out surprisingly well. How is it like a crab? I don't know. It's stinky and not nice. Well, Pisces is a fish, so I figure if it was going to be some disease, it'd be some smell-related thing. Yeah, that's a bad cheese smell thing happening. Uh, my toes have that like Pisces fungus. You got that Pisces cheese in between your toes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas Capricorn, that's a goat. I shit in pellets. I don't know. I do lots of little tiny poos. A Capricorn would be like the corns on your feet. <laughs> you have Capricorns. Oh, there we are. I got, oh, I got Capricorns, man. I did get one. That's nice. Diseases are gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good for finding out who you're compatible with, it turns out. Uh, like if you've got AIDS, you're compatible with someone with AIDS. So it says people who are cancer, they're deeply intuitive. So would they know if they had cancer? Definitely. And they'd be very sentimental about it, apparently. Like, they'd be like, ah, my cancer is so me. The doctors wanted to remove it, but we kind of have this bond. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is really horrible. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Cancer people, they're intuitive, so they already knew they were cancer. Like, when people go, what star sign are you? If you don't know, you're not a cancer. That's just the rules. They can be one of the most challenging signs to get to know. Yeah, because when someone's already busy having cancer or itching with crabs, you don't want to get to know someone too closely if they've got crabs. Do not share pants with them. First rule. I just can't crack that bald guy. He's got the bandana. <laughs> And they're also very emotional and sensitive and care deeply about matters of the family and their home. Once again, this is all just repeating everyone else's. Cancer is sympathetic and attached to people they keep close. Which is the exact way to say what they just said. They like their family. You know when we've talked about who are these people who hang out with their family and enjoy time with their family? They're all cancers. And they're deeply intuitive, so they know to stay the fuck away from us. For people who have cancer, you could probably say most of these things. They care about their families and stuff like that at that point. Then they yeah, suddenly will do that. Who's going to change my adult diaper when I'm stuck in the bed? Very yeah. emotional, sensitive. And you know, whenever someone's having a near-death experience or gets close to death, like the end is coming, suddenly they have all this wisdom to give everyone because they're deeply intuitive. <laughs> now that my time is nearly over, I finally see the big picture. No, you don't. You see barely at all. You're dying. <laughs> but you don't get to say that because it's rude, because it's their last words. I'm just saying, like, you're there dying. Wouldn't you rather hear my comedy set <laughs> I've got this new joke about dolphins it'll kill <laughs> uh, then I get to get mad at them when they don't laugh hysterically <laughs> oh you're so caught up in yourself I guess you had to be there and then uh, they die alright so that's cancer what does the 69 mean for cancer why would people ask that what's a gilf glyph <laughs> yeah I think a gilf is something different yeah that's a grandmother I'd like to no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no okay so the cancer sign is like 69 on its side this is really not what I thought it was going to be about and now I'm immediately disappointed because that's how you get crabs isn't it from 69ing a cancer if you have a beard I guess <laughs> <laughs> You just got to itch. Then you need to get that shampoo and that little comb. Yeah. <laughs> Leo. Leo, the lion. Oh, young lion apprentice. Did you mean Leo? Yes, he did. Did I type Leon? Yes. What's wrong with me? Yeah, Leon is like you assassinate people. Which is Noel backwards. Wait, assassinate people? Isn't that what he did? I didn't see the movie. Who's Leon? Is there a movie Guy called with... Leon? Yeah, it had that like French dude and Natalie Portman. All right, now we got to check this out. <laughs> Fuck whatever we were doing. Yeah, you said we weren't going to talk about movies. <laughs> I crack. Look, we've been going a while now, okay? Give me some fucking leverage. Type Leon the Professional. Oh, oh there it is there. Oh, okay. I'll put it on the trailer. You'll recognize the oh, French guy. Oh, yeah, the guy. French guy. I know him. You don't know his name, but you've definitely seen him in stuff. Yeah, he's that French guy. He's the French guy in everything. He's not the fat French guy. He's the other French guy. He was in Godzilla. Not the good one, the one with Matthew Broderick. That's right, where he played a French guy, I believe. He has French Secret Service. Quite a stretch for him. The French part, anyways. So that's Natalie Portman. And oh, she's like 12 or something. When she was, yeah, really young. It was like her first movie or something. And Gary Oldman. I think I have heard about this. But it's kind of like The Jackal but yeah. Instead of Bruce Willis It's a French guy Even though there was a movie Called The Jackal Before the Bruce Willis one Yeah but nobody saw that So who cares That's true So you probably saw it <laughs> I didn't see it Oh really I got told about it If you've seen the Bruce Willis one Imagine that with less technology <laughs> And no gay scene Yeah there was a gay scene in that I was very disappointed in Bruce Willis I was like There's only one guy left in Hollywood Who's <laughs> like total macho heterosexual And he's like I'll just make out with the dude Because it's in the script Don't worry You still got Travolta <laughs> Oh, and Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's a lot of guns in it. I'm very excited. That's good. A 
It's actually, I've been meaning to see it, but I never got around to it. <laughs> oh yeah, Leo. <laughs> Star signs, we're up to the lion. Rawr. Okay, so a Leo is kind and big hearted. All I needed some courage, I told you. Courage! No, wait, it was the Tin Man who needed a heart. Never mind. Is it basically going to be like the lion from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Naughty as shit? Yeah, it's going to be the wise one who you can get killed on that table. The yeah. table breaks and he lives. So if you happen to be a Leo, go to your wardrobe right now. Keep listening to us. And you should find a witch. She'll give you Turkish delight, but then you get to rule an empire. Is that how that book worked? Pretty sure, from what I remember. I do remember there was Turkish delight involved. Well, what else do you need to know? But I thought you weren't meant to take the Turkish delight. No, if you want to go with the witch. Oh, and there was the goat dude. That's the Capricorn guy. Yeah, he was weird. But yeah, so if you're a lion, <laughs> you're energetic. You are always admired for your kindness and helpful nature. Just like a Pisces. Apparently everyone's kind and helpful. They specifically didn't say that for Capricorn. It's like jazz. You got to listen to the notes that aren't being played. So it's kind of like saying, Ben, you're really nice. You're good natured. You're energetic. What I'm saying mm. is you're stupid. You got a big heart, you know, and you're very motivated. They're possessive like the Taurus people. They've got like five words that they're mixing around. That would be pretty cool to see a lion take on a bull though. I mean, the lion would totally win, but it'd be a cool 30 seconds. I've seen a buffalo take out wolves, which is a bigger cow and a smaller cat. But <laughs> it's cool to see because the wolves were all trying to take down a baby buffalo and the buffalo's like, help me, help me. And then all the buffaloes get together and they form this big like mass circle. They're all bunching tight and they all face the same way. It's like a gigantic rugby scrum. And then they face the wolves and just charge and you see these wolves go from like we're gonna kill this little thing to oh shit <laughs> run oh. Arr, arr, arr. god if you saw a heap of buffalo coming at you though yeah, you'd probably not... shit yourself either of those imagine if you just happen to be standing in the middle of that oh my god wolves get away dude this buffalo coming <laughs> you guys sort this out I'm going home <laughs> little known fact I saw on a show Animal Fight Club or something it's like a Deadliest Warrior but Deadliest Animal and they hit animals that would never fight each other through science and computers they figure out who would win in a fight and then they CGI fight at the end yes they? yeah I think I've seen bits of that they put a lion against a bear alright I reckon I'm gonna have to go the bear you would be right it was something that shocked them statistically they give a percentage of how well they do against each other it's like 98% of the time the bear would win because <laughs> when bears fight they naturally have this instinct to put their front hands on top of an animal's head and then push down with their weight and lions have really big heads but they're very thin because they've got to be lightweight to move around. So a bear just every single time just crushes the skull of a lion. In all fairness, a bear pushing down on anything <laughs> skull will probably kill it. That's probably why they use that method. It's like, this is the anything killer. <laughs> I'm a big tubby guy. <laughs> Lean a little forward on it. Oh, it's pancake now. <laughs> Bears like honey and pancakes. Oh, that's horrific. So if you see a bear, it's probably going to grab your head and smush it on the ground. Yes. Brains exploding is like on my top 10 list of ways I don't want to die. Oh, well, and on the bright side to that, your eyes will pop out your skull <clears throat> way before your brain squish out. So you get to see it come out. Oh, I bet that hurts a lot too. Yeah, yeah, that would suck if the retinas were still attached. You'd be like, damn it, detach, detach. I'd be just, blind now. I don't need to see this. And you'd want to scream, but they've already pushed all the air out of your lungs. Kind of just bite me. Just more me or something do that Leonardo DiCaprio thing and just rape me or whatever <laughs> yeah. that way I can win an award it's the thing with getting killed with a wild animal I bet it's not quick yeah if you see documentaries where the animals who are hunted they're still alive when they're being eaten that's gotta suck like, and the animals that are eating them aren't too concerned that it's still alive they're like oh that'll keep it warm don't want my meal to go cold I'll just eat the butt while this thing squeals and screams like a bitch I'll get there eventually God, imagine like yeah you get attacked by wolves they start eating you and you're not even dead yet 
Hey guys, you want to try some tasty neck meat, huh? I think I want to avoid at all possible moments in my life. I never want to have a moment where I wish something would kill me. <laughs> when you're in a situation like, you know what I'd like right now is to die. If that's the best option I've got right now, that's a bad day. Yeah, if you see your buddy with the rifle and you'd prefer that he shoot you over the animal. That's a, <laughs> that's a bad day there. Like when a hunter shoes off the animal and you're like, look, that was painful, but just finish me. <laughs> Kill me. Uh, and that's what you need to know about Leos. Don't get attacked by lions. Statistically, my chance of being attacked by a lion or a bear is very low. We live in Australia. There's neither of those. And how bad would you have to be attacked by a koala before it killed you? Or how many koalas do you think, being savage, would it take to kill you? I think a koala would surprise you. It would fuck you up. Oh, they got those claws. They could go it. Because the claws, because you felt a gum tree, right? Yeah. They just go into it like it's butter. Oh, that's true. They just, what do you think they do to you? They just climb you. I don't think they'd kill you. It'd be like... Like a cutthroat fight where you don't die, you just get slashed and lacerated. They skin you like a potato. Think of like a small fat wolverine. <laughs> That's what they are! <laughs> ching, ching! <laughs> it's clobbering time or whatever his catchphrase is. <laughs> they just slash you. Okay, I have the, the image of the koala trying to climb you. Just putting its claws in. It's like really painful, but it can't climb you because it keeps sliding down because it's weight. Nah. Just, so your legs are just like shedding and you're there screaming. That being said, they are football sized. And if a koala comes at me, I'm going to kick that motherfucker <laughs> through the field goal. <laughs> Uh, they're fat, so I think they'd be sturdy. That's... You wouldn't get as much distance as you think. But how hard would you have to kick a koala to finish it? See, I'd be embarrassed having my ass kicked by a koala, though. You couldn't tell that story to anyone. Yeah, that's not a cool story. It's not... Dude, how'd you get those scars? A bear. <laughs> it was a bear that did it. And I'd always lean in. Actually, Ben, koalas aren't bears. I know people say koala bear. <laughs> Dude, you want to shut up, all right? <laughs> I've got scars down my face. I'm lucky to be alive. I have eucalyptus poisoning. <laughs> things are vicious. <laughs> Oh, they're nasty little critters. Now I have chlamydia. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it not only tore you apart, it then had its way with you. <laughs> and then it sat on your mutilated, defiled carcass and ate leaves. And then that's when everyone rocks up like, Ben, what happened? This is a koala sitting on you casually eating a leaf. Kill me. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. That's going to be even worse. Like the animals start eating you a little, but then they get full and just start like having sex with you. <laughs> and now you're just like a sex toy to these things. Like, you're half eaten. You're in absolute pain. And now you've got koala penis in you. And I don't think they're going to be too fussy where they put it in. Kill me. <laughs> ben, you'll survive. You're fine. Kill, Kill me. <laughs> I can't live this down. It's not the pain. It's the ridicule that will be following this. Hey, there goes the koala sex doll. <laughs> it's in a BDSM eucalyptus style. Down at a sex shop, they start selling novelty toys that are koala sex dolls. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to get so many of them from people who think they're funny. <laughs> Wait, I can sue them. You took my story and turned it into a sex object. So let's check out Virgos then. Because I'm interested to know what a Virgo even is. I hear they're prudes. I've never met one. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my world. A Virgo personality is a mix of intelligence. Damn, I wish I had that one. Attention to detail, common sense, and commitment. And a woman born in this sign... Is very smart. A man is a douchebag. Modest and capable. Yeah, men 
no, don't count in this. Once again, let's go back to stereotypes. If we're talking about virgins, a virgin woman, she has a lot of intelligence and she's mm. modest and she's capable. She's very smart to get through there. And she likes trying to seduce women or something, it says there. Whereas a virgin man, he likes Nintendo. <laughs> He's awkward, pimply, usually thin or fat. <laughs> Never in between. Not a lot of muscle mass. <laughs> like grossly one of them. Yeah, it's it's all extremes with these people. <laughs> the males anyways. Whereas the Virgo, you know, she's got a shit together. I say this, I've never met a virgin, so why would I know? Well, she's waiting for the right guy and you're not it. Yeah, exactly. They avoid me. It's like the intuitive, <clears throat> like a Pisces or whatever was the intuitive one. No, they're not intuitive. They're intelligent. They're intelligent. Common sense. That's where they get you. That's you don't what... need intuitiveness. You just need common sense. <laughs> exactly. I have an intuition. Yeah, no, it's pretty <clears throat> obvious that we shouldn't talk to that guy. <laughs> All right, what do we got after that one? Then we're up to Libra. The scales, the Van Damme. He's kind, gentle, and a lover of beauty. He doesn't have an eye for beauty. He loves beauty. Just can't find it. Well, he always does have a beautiful girl that he's so starring with. Have you ever noticed his romantic interest in every movie kind of looks like she doesn't want to be there? Like, <laughs> I think everyone on set doesn't want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this guy. He's there trying his best to be like, but Casey, I love you. We need to sort this out together. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is the only opportunity I had as an actress. And this is what I got. There is a movie out there where Van Dan plays his own twin. Yeah, it's like double team or double trouble or something. And I figure you have not lived until you have seen Van Damme act against himself. <laughs> It's like bad squared. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that destroys TVs. <laughs> Something, it takes out the pitch. Uh, and he tries to make them two different characters. You can tell he tried. <laughs> That's even worse. He tried. <laughs> Look at him. He thinks he's an actor. Just dance. Everyone knows you're a dancer. <clears throat> I mean, he does sound like English isn't his first language though. Can't be, right? Yeah, no, he's from Belgium. So yeah. he speaks French. Yeah, that's good. Because if it is his first language, then yikes. In my home, we only spoke uh, the uh, broken English. <laughs> Just like a mama used to make. Uh, but a Libra, so this is Van Damme. Apparently he finds it difficult to say no to anyone, which explains why he does all those horrible films. <laughs> hey, so you, you have a movie, he'll do it. He won't say no. Hey, I got a movie idea for you and it's not Bloodsport. I'll <clears> do it. <throat> it's a bad move, dude. That was the only movie you should have done. and had nothing to do with you. Imagine if you made an action movie and Van Damme said no. You'd just be like, does it suck that much? No, it must be good then. Well, what was the Expendables? Yeah. The first one, he was asked to be in it and he said no he wanted a bigger role or something oh that's right he's one of those guys and then the second one so they made him the bad guy see he held out for the sequel because <laughs> the sequel's always better and then they later replaced Bruce Willis with Harrison Ford because he wanted more money and I saw Bloodsport's his famous one but Van Damme was famous for the movie Kickboxer you seen that one yes we all have he kicks the banana trees I saw the remake they remade it modern time with Batista as the bad guy the wrestler guy the big huge dude and a bunch of mixed martial art guys are in it and this time though the teacher is Van Damme is it a sequel then or no it's a remake ah. he just plays that and they're like ah oh, see he's in it and oh my god if I ever had to give an example of what a B-grade movie was like that is it it's so bad they got people who can sort of do martial arts choreography and no one at any point when they put these guys in the movie went hey you can act right you can read a script and then repeat it word for word none of that they just went well you've got a six pack you can do a high kick, right? Sure, you can be in the fucking movie. Why not? Yes, I did watch the whole thing. <laughs> uh, and that's Libras. <laughs> Okay, so scorpions. scorpions. That is the coolest sounding one, Scorpio. You sound like a Bond villain. You do. Scorpio! 
Scorpio, you're totally mad. Mad? <laughs> if I was mad, would I be blocking out the moon? Yeah, a little bit. That's words a crazy person would say. It does say that this star sign needs to have complete and total control of the situation. That is a Bond villain. That is a total Bond villain. So apparently Scorpio is the star sign of Bond villains. <laughs> They're obsessive, possessive, jealous. I've never seen one that just went straight to it's all bad stuff. Whoever wrote this clearly had a bad relationship with a Scorpio. <laughs> and leadership orientated and an emotional water sign. So I guess they cry around creeks like a babbling brook. Scorpio or water signs? Scorpions aren't water. Scorpions like desert. I don't think it has- opposite to water. Yeah, they really fucked that one up. Like I can see how mine's a water sign. It's a fish. What's Capricorn? Did they say? I imagine it's Earth. Capricorn. Uh, It doesn't say, does it? It'll say down further, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure out. We'll get to that when we get to that. No, this even matters. Okay, so we've just- Scorpios. Apparently they're just fucking nuts. But it also says here, then you look to the right. Scorpio is loyal, passionate, resourceful, observant, and dynamic. But then right next to it, obsessive, possessive, jealous. Secretive Vengeful That's not very dynamic Well you haven't seen How they seek vengeance <laughs> It's very dynamic vengeance Even as they're getting you back You're like That was quite dynamic The way you put that together You were very resourceful And uh, passionate About your vengeance And you are observant In how to get me back Yeah but then they just End up drowning them So it's a water sign <laughs> It also says They're honest and mature <clears throat> We're jealous and possessive But we're mature You people are nuts If you write down enough buzzwords People will agree It's true Just keep throwing them out there till you agree with something. Sagittarius. Now, if there was ever a gay sign, Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius is the archer. It's a dude with a bow. Ironically, it's not Orion. They're curious and energetic, which I think everyone so far has been energetic. Not once have they said, oh, you're like a low energy sad sack. You just mope around a lot. <laughs> sound like a cat. <laughs> They're curious and energetic. The biggest travelers among zodiac signs. Their open mind and philosophical view motivates them to wander around the world in search of the meaning of life. I don't really think that the meaning of life can be found in a location. Yeah, it'd probably be on the internet. Yeah, first off, try that. <laughs> it sounds more of a philosophical thing. Like, it's not like you can go to Google Maps, type in meaning of life, and be like, oh, you gotta go to Greenwich. No, that's where you find mean time. It's only 47 hours from here. <laughs> I would probably travel 47 hours to see the meaning of life. Why not? <laughs> I got nothing on this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend, Ben? Oh, it was all right. Found out the meaning of life. It's kind of disappointing, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really want to share it with you guys. Hey, go yourself. You've earned a holiday of disappointing <clears throat> results. Okay, so Sagittarius is an extrovert, an optimist, enthusiastic, and likes change. Everyone's an extrovert, except when they're not, according to this. All right, so so far they've described everyone the same. So that's everything. Oh, we have finished. That's Yay. the whole lot. Yeah, we come back to Capricorn. Did we do Aquarius? No. Okay, so one more. Okay, the age of Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is like a chick holding jugs, but not like in a good way. And Aquarius is truthful, just, curious. Didn't we just say curious? Affectionate, frank, and imaginative. So they're curious and they're frank. Can I still be Garth if you're Frank? <laughs> Negative qualities are they're <clears throat> unpredictable, detached, tendency to go off track and be inefficient. Possible health concerns. Oh, they must be very careful of any kind of addiction. So <laughs> Aquarius is your junkie sign. Yeah, stay away from heroin, Aquarius. Everyone else, you're fine. Everyone else, just heroin it up. Just, you're fine. You won't get addicted. It's only Aquarius's. Yeah, I'd like to go into 12-step programs and be like, who's an Aquarius? Just as a random poll. And then they all put their hands yeah, up. Every single one. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, you guys need to stay away from drugs. Uh, now they tell us. Yeah, you should have read your star signs, you dicks. What are you reading the Bible there? First <laughs> step of the 12 steps should be read the Sunday paper. <laughs> you guys are so unpredictable. <laughs> 
But ironically, they get addicted, so they are predictable. That's not very imaginative. And I'm being frank here. Being frank and imaginative seems weird to me. I'm yeah. thinking of a cat. Just a cat. <laughs> That was very imaginative of you in a very frank manner. Just a cat! That's it! Nothing special! It was brown! <laughs> Arms folded. Just kind of mean and angry. <laughs> oh, well, I have been angry at my cat lately. Really? What's your cat done? It's failed to be a cat. I've demoted it to a possum. Oh, there's a story here. <laughs> now, how did a cat not be a cat? Well, we had a problem with a mouse a little while ago. I know where this is going! And you were like, kill! Kill my pretty! Exactly! And we found, like, crap everywhere. So so this thing had been living here a while and we never like pay attention to mice because we got a cat. It's got that sorted. We're like, look, we'll give you a box for you to shit in. We'll clean it. We'll feed you. You can be a prick to us. You can shove your asshole in my face whenever you feel it necessary. That's the cat rules. All we ask, and this is it. When a mouse comes in, you got that handle. I don't need to look at it. But the thing, our cat does generally fail as a cat in that it's scared of birds. Really? <laughs> all the birds come down and pick on it. When my cat goes outside, all the birds swoop down and start like squawking at it. And it just sort of walks back inside and get like the birds get you again yeah you want to get this mouse no <laughs> you want me to rub your belly yeah <laughs> so we have this mouse and we're chasing it around the house and we're trying to bring the cat in on this so trying to throw the cat at it who's just sort of like watching this mouse run around and not doing anything about it <laughs> And so he's failed, so we have to go and get mouse traps. And the thing that's really hard is to find cat-friendly mouse traps. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Is that a thing? If you ask for it, they look at you like you're an idiot. Oh, you need one of those, the boxes that they walk into. We ended up getting someone just hiding them behind the fridge and just like really teaching our cat like, no. Don't go near the fridge. You have to sort of block it off because it's like, we don't need him there. <laughs> So we do catch it eventually and we were looking up how to teach your cat to catch mice. And one thing they said is like, if you get a dead mouse, attach it to a string and dangle it around, then uh, it gets like- Like the actual toys that you give cats, yeah. except this one's got flesh. So it gets a taste for rat blood. So we've got a dead mouse now, right? So there you are playing with your dead mouse. Yeah. So I decide to put like a little string around it and I go out to the backyard where my cat is and I throw the mouse near him and he fucking runs. <laughs> He's scared. Of He's I don't want terrible. any part of what you're playing. <laughs> With. He runs into a bush where he hides and startles some birds that then freak him out further <laughs> and he runs under the house to hide <laughs> and we don't see him for much of the afternoon. <laughs> And so he is no longer a cat Considering he is scared of both birds and mice That's And hilarious. the mouse wasn't even alive I threw a dead mouse at him so he ran away What happened to you boy? This mouse came at me and then these birds scared me What are you? <laughs> Apparently I'm a cat I don't know That's hilarious Mind you, I'm gonna side with the cat If you throw a mouse with a string attached to it at me <laughs> I'm not playing I don't care what your game is Ben I'm not playing That's more a you problem I'm with the cat. Oh, this guy's freaky. That's some sick shit. Dude, you've got a dead animal. Did you tie a noose around it? Did you hang this mouse? And now you're like showing it off to me? We got it on a spike out the back as a warning to others. Did you crucify it? Just to let him know. Hey, you're lucky. It could go the other way. I had a mate whose cat would consistently bring snakes into the house. <laughs> not dead snakes. It would catch a snake when it was still warming up and not fully mobile. And it'd just come in and drop this withering, pissed off snake. 
awake in the middle of his living room and then the cat would be like, look what I did. And then just walk off. Like, your problem now, bitch. We actually did have, he brought a small snake in when he was younger. But in his old age, he seems to be just getting scared of everything. <laughs> He's over it. To be fair, how many mice has he had to deal with before this one? I don't know. I've never seen him with a mouse before this. You assume he was handling it? It's like when you're in a small town and the cop's like, there's no crime in this town. I'm doing a bang up job. No, there's just no crime. The second things go off the rails. Like, what? What the fuck? I, I didn't sign up for this. No, you don't become a country town cop to deal with crime. I just wanted to get drunk and drive home. <laughs> okay, so we've looked at the star signs. Now let's see what they mean beyond that because it's element. Yeah, we got elements now. This is completely different gibberish. If you weren't happy with the gibberish you've been given, there's more gibberish. Apparently, so chicks are most likely to be Pisces and Capricorns. We're earth and water. And they got male. Positive and negative. Oh, no, that's your polarity. Oh, so positive is male and negative is female. Like a magnet. Okay. So yeah. I don't think negative means bad. Why is the male self-expressive and the female self-containing? I think they got these backwards. That seems like an error on their part. Why is the female negative? So men are all like fire and air and women are all earth and water. Well, yeah. Guys are nothing but breathing out air. They're just shooting air everywhere. They're fiery. And women, you know, they get that water weight going. <laughs> all right. So if you're... Let's get straight to what we are because that's all we really care about. Hey, we're both women, apparently. I'm an earth. And I'm a water. Together we make a beach. <laughs> yeah, you need some sand in your crack? We're the guys to talk to. Well, the sand's your fault. I get people <clears throat> wet. Yeah, well, you make it all gritty and hard. You fucked off and I'd just be a desert. And <laughs> everyone likes deserts, right? <laughs> if our powers combined, we can make islands. But if you want to make Iceland, you're going to need fire as well. Practical caution. And material world. Whereas what does material world mean? You like stuff? Because we are living in a material world and I am an earth Capricorn girl. You know it! I could sing another Madonna song if you like. But you seem to be the person who I know who doesn't really go for that material thing. Like, you're not into technology or like... <laughs> no, I'm not. And if you sing my need for fancy stuff, I, I'm not a very materialistic person. No. It's not that I'm not a materialistic person. It's that I'm incapable of it. I'd buy it if I could afford it. I'm just not that good. You're a little haughty though. Oh, absolutely. When it comes to junk, <laughs> if it's something that might have a use in some very specific place in time, I'm all over it. Like a fork that's missing a sprung. I can't wait till it hits that point where we need to have an intervention for you <laughs> and we get a reality TV show crew in there. Oh, I love it. Just to be able to have my freak out at every item. I remember when the first time people started talking about hoarding and they were talking about, because, okay, with my comedy, every note I've ever taken on comedy, I have somewhere. <laughs> I have this drawer. That's where it all ends up. Now, this is stuff I wrote over a decade ago. Does that, it even make sense to you anymore? Because no. you wouldn't write a word for word. It would just be notes, right? It's all of it. If I've written the whole thing, if I've written a note, sometimes it's just words on a page. And so we're sitting there watching this thing about hoarding and the person goes, all these scraps of paper, we can get rid of those. And the guy's like, no, I need those because there might be something important written on them. My girlfriend at the time looks at me with this like, that's you look. And I realized right then and there, I have a problem. <laughs> I still have those notes. They're not going anywhere. I also have from that drawer, I have another drawer now full of notes and I have a bag that I carry to and from work full of notes. Do you read any of these notes ever? Why would I read them? They're just stupid babble. <laughs> but I need to keep them. It might be important. Because I even find notes that I wrote back when I did stand up and they're just like joke ideas and sometimes it's something like horseshoes and I'm like, the fuck is funny about that? I don't remember <laughs> thinking of a joke about horseshoes. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Should have given myself way more information than that. It's true. The notes are terrible. Like I had one, I just had Supre written. I'm like, I did have a Supre joke. Don't know what it is. 
is. Pretty sure I told it at one point. So out there for some young comedian, there's still a Supre joke and a horseshoes joke just waiting to be told. We forgot what they were. So if you get there first, they're all yours. Genius. <laughs> they're funny. They are really funny. So think of them. The kind of joke you never forget and will always hold on to. <laughs> it's a very memorable joke. <laughs> and if you can make a joke about getting horseshoes <clears throat> at Supre, all right, so, so for yeah. some reason, elements of fire, air, earth, and water are relevant. I don't know why. What the fuck is that? Cardinal fixed. Mutable? Mutable. That means you can- Means shut up. <laughs> you can shut up, it means. <laughs> Cardinal. Isn't that like a religious thing? Apparently it means action, dynamic, innovative, great force. So yeah, Bible. Whereas mutable is adaptability, flexible, and resourceful. So if you are adaptable and resourceful, people are like, shut up. Just shut up, okay? You're mutable. You can figure it out yourself. I think we're mutable. No, fuck you. I'm Cardinal. Oh, wait, yeah, you're Capricorn. Why do I think you're Sagittarius? <laughs> yeah, you're Cardinal. I well, like- you are quite a religious guy. That's true. Every Sunday. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> wait, that was someone else. Uh, uh, you could say I'm the Cardinal Sin. Hey, hi-yo. You keep singing praise to the Lord. <laughs> I once was lost, but now I'm found. And so forth. Psalms. Oh, if I say the song to you, Joy to the World, what song do you think of? Joy to the World, the witch is dead. <laughs> we cut off her head. <laughs> What happened to her body? We flushed it down the party and round and round it goes. Am I close? (laughs) Pretty close. That is a version of that song. Because when I hear that one, I think of the one. Joy to the world, all the boys and girls. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy Joy to to you and me. That one. Which is a better song. It's like a non-religious version of it. Well, it starts singing with that. Jeremiah was a bull frog. That is a great opening line. It's the best opening ever. Because it's like full on his, Jeremiah was a bullfrog! And you're like, shit, I gotta find (laughs) out what this is about. Who's this Jeremiah? He sounds interesting. Who names their frog Jeremiah? There's a good friend of his. Your friend was a bullfrog? (laughs) I need to know more. And he never understood a single word he said that he liked to drink his wine. I've always wanted to see a frog drink wine. I I want frog wine. (laughs) Frog wine. Oh my god. The French are good at wine. Exactly. Maybe it was a French person. That makes it less interesting. Interesting. Jeremiah. That sounds a little Frenchy. If it was Jerome, I'd be down with that. <laughs> Jerome was a bullfrog. He loved his wine. Joy to you and me, huh? To wine who? Because that is weird. Joy to the world. You'd think of two different songs, yeah. Yeah, and so, I ended up in a schoolyard rhyme. Yeah. So it shows what I know. The other one is the banana boat. Ah, the. What's the actual words? Because we're talking about an ad. Yeah, that was an ad. That is going to be a good advertising campaign where everyone remembered that. Destroy the original song which was the Muppets it was called Manamana and all it was was some guy going Manamana so it wasn't even a word Manamana and they changed it to Banana Boat Sunscreen protect. they actually had more lyrics in the ad than in the original song <laughs> And now they own it, at least to Australians or anyone who's a avid yeah. sunscreen user. That's crazy. They took it over. But the actual Banana Boat song, that's like an actual song, is that Deo, daylight come and me want to go home. Is that about banana boats though? Yeah, it's about unloading the banana boats. Ah. There's a lyric in there where they say, someone hide the deadly tarantula. <laughs> Deo. I hope that somewhere, wherever that song came from, they're unloading a boat and someone's like, no, 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 no. What the fuck are you doing? I'm putting on my sunscreen. Look, just hide the tarantula, all right? <laughs> Shut up. 
fucking Australians ruining our banana unloading experience. Yeah, I think it's about unloading banana boats onto the docks and they do that at night so it goes out to the farmer's market and daylight comes and they want to go home. But they do it at night. Well, they do it like early hours of the morning because the fruit sellers want to open first thing in the morning. Well, then they don't need the sunscreen. No, they do it at night. Well, that explains why it doesn't translate. I can see how our cultural differences are going to be a hedonist here. <laughs> yeah, and they want the tally man to tally their bananas. Ah, it wasn't Taliban. It was tally man. Please, Mr. Tally man, tally me banana. <laughs> yeah, I got a totally different interpretation of that. Oh, man. So they're not Muslim is what I'm taking. No. Okay, so this had nothing to do with 9-11. Not that I know of. It probably predates it. So you're saying it could have been an attributing factor. Well, the song was released on September 11 of the year it came out. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to warn us <laughs> But did. we didn't listen Why would you listen to a bunch of guys who unload bananas They go more into this cardinal fixed thing And then they tell you you're fire, earth, air and water to cardinal fixed immutable So I am a cardinal earth There's planetary rulership Oh, I want to rule a planet Which planet do we get? Uh, oh no, the planet rules us Damn it Neptune I am Saturn all the way uh, I was so hoping you'd be Uranus <laughs> No, that's Aquarius Ah, Aquarius. Oh, hang on, you get two the modern one and the classical one. Okay, this is what I love about pseudoscience. So they had a classical. Someone made up this bullshit about the stars and what rules you. And then someone went, this is just outdated and silly. This is the planet that actually rules you. Okay, we've got a telescope now. Let's fix it up. But yours didn't change. It's always been Saturn. Yeah, because we rule. I had Jupiter. It, then it changed to Neptune. This explains my love of discs and your love of Mercury. I don't know. We'll fish like water and then the whole Neptune thing. That explains it, doesn't it? So have you seen Leo's? Leo, the sun. And Cancer's the moon. How come they get the sun and the moon? Okay, my celestial body is the biggest thing in the fucking celestial. But the moon? It's like, you've got the retarded little brother of a planet. And then Tauros has Venus and Earth, possibly. What? Which, in all fairness, I think Earth has quite an effect on everyone. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> it's the planet that probably has the most effect. That's why they're so jealous. Because <laughs> that's their celestial body and everyone's using it. So impractical, those Tauris. <laughs> and Virgo has Mercury and... And Ceres? What the fuck is Ceres? That's Isn't like that a moon of uh, Jupiter or something. Oh, really? I'm not being very serious, but... <laughs> and it says possibly. Once again, I love everything about pseudoscience. It's possibly involved. You're making this shit up. How can you not know? A dwarf planet closest to the five identified dwarf planets. The only asteroid that is a dwarf planet. Oh, is that that new planet that's not a real planet? I think so. It's a dwarf planet. Is it out past Pluto? It'd have to be. Otherwise, we'd know about it. Because I stopped caring after they discovered Pluto. Well, when they said Pluto's not a planet, I just checked out. No, I've learnt enough planets. If it doesn't have life on it and we can't go there, who gives a shit? I'm not learning new ones and I'm not unlearning old ones. Yeah, that bummed me out when Pluto wasn't a planet anymore. It's like all that time in school was a waste. Lucky I wasn't paying attention. I love that if I was to go back now and still remember everything I was taught, I'd yeah. still fail. But when someone asks you how many planets there are... Nine. Yeah, it's just sort of instant and you're like, oh wait, eight. But why? Because three people on the planet who actually give a shit about this went, well, technically... Shut up! It says right there, dwarf planet. It's a planet. Dwarves are people too, and dwarf planets are planets too. If anything, there's more planets. We'll have to wait for a more enlightened age. <laughs> when people are more certain that Virgo's <coughs> celestial body is Ceres. <laughs> Not possibly. Hey, what's this possibly crap? Make a stand. You're talking bullshit anyways. And here it goes into the opposites. And that's just where it is in the sky or something. Like it's the opposite end of the season or something. Your opposite is Virgo. So am I a slut? That's 
That's right. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> as slutty as a fish could be. We didn't check out what your sexual habits were like, but do you like to swim upstream and then blow a load into the water where your woman has like put some eggs? That's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> she goes into the bedroom, places some eggs down and then discreetly leaves. <laughs> then you come in later, sort of jerk off all over it. We call it Ben style. <laughs> So yours talked about foreplay, mine won't. <laughs> it's like, I got some seed, I need somewhere to leave it. <laughs> Whereas I've just taken some Viagra. <laughs> and I really need this to happen right now, or I'm going to be walking around with a boner for the next three hours. It's going to be really awkward at McDonald's. Cancer is opposite to Capricorn. Yeah, good. That means I'm not going to get it, right? Yeah, that's what I figure. You're immune to cancer now, right? That's how it works. Oh my God, I'm the cure. You're the cure to cancer. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. Come and go. That's the cure. Oh, yeah, I get you. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out the reference for a second. I'm like, wait, how does that make you a chameleon? Because uh, it's the cure. The cure. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm up, I'm up to speed now. It's fine. It's totally smart and witty. <laughs> I'm sure everyone listening got it. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't by now, it's their own fault. Dignity and detriment, exultion and fall. What? A traditional belief of astrology known as essential dignity is the idea that the sun, moon and planets are more powerful and effective in some signs than others. When something's titled Dignity and Detriment, Exultion and Fall, you kind of think it's going to be like, whoa, this is going to teach us about personality and interaction. No, it's just, oh, you see how Venus is over there right now? Yeah, that means that, like, I don't know, you're going to have a bad day. It sounds how Frasier would describe a fail video. (laughs) Very articulately describing a man falling off and landing balls first on an iron bar. He had his dignity, but then there was detriment, and then exultation, and then he falls. (laughs) And that, Frasier, is when his nuts got squished <laughs> and they got planet nice symbols little, so they just reiterate our, yeah, our dignity our detriment our exaltation and our fall and it's to do with the sun moon mercury venus mars jupiter saturn there's no neptune so my dignity is jupiter okay. fair enough <laughs> that sounds about right my detriment is mercury which i think i'm allergic to mercury yeah don't drink mercury it's <laughs> a bad time stop taking your temperature and chewing yeah yeah you don't chew the thermometers i learned that the hard way <laughs> saturn again for me oh the moon is my detriment you know i got suspended from school for mooning off a bus <laughs> so i think they're onto something here that was my detriment showing my ass to those old ladies so exaltation oh mars for me because i love a mars bar you don't want to have it apparently because it's your exaltation which i think is bad yeah well like if you eat too many you get fat and become a cancer or something does it mean that it has a lot of salt in it exaltation it sounds like it it's heavily salted well then should it be a pretzel on a mars bar whereas your exaltation <laughs> is venus which is like chicks <laughs> that sounds about right I think they should be my detriment <laughs> Hey your dignity is my fall <laughs> That sounds about right actually <laughs> <laughs> You know I don't think we've ever had a better Summation of this podcast Than right there Well his dignity is my fall What about What do we have for the fall You a Jupiter Wait do I have a fall I don't you, have a fall You don't have a fall that I don't have work. a fall I'll live forever <laughs> It's just dignity Detriment and exaltation Forevermore for you <laughs> Exactly You're gonna get killed by Jupiter Well I'll see that coming Do you remember in the 90s At some point when they thought that Jupiter was going to explode. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah, some meteors were going to hit it or something. The storm was going to erupt or something stupid. Yeah, it turned out to be fine. Well, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we're all still alive. You're listening to us right now. Everything is fine. Spoilers. All this dignity about Jupiter for me, though. Oh, no, sorry. My dignity is a Saturn. I think I'm going to have to buy a Saturn car. Drive that around. That could work. That would give you dignity. Although I did buy a Sega Saturn and there's no dignity in that. Not even when you had it. So if you're driving around with the Saturn cars and you saw Aquarius is doing the same thing. Oh, you guys... You're just not practical about it. You're just so airy-fairy all over the place. So you've got to share Saturn with Aquariuses. That's a bit rude, but you got to share Jupiter with Sagittarius. And- it's a big planet. <laughs>
<laughs> Look, as long as I get the rings of satin, I'm cool. You can have the ball in the middle. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, we have additional classifications. Jesus Christ. So we're all given seasons in this one. You know when someone starts on something and they go, yeah, but let's add something. But it was bullshit to start with. This is like turd after turd in an unflushed bowl. Now they're saying that the seasons. It doesn't even classify us though. I think we got them earlier or later or something. They tell us. Uh, are we getting tested on the information we read earlier? Wikipedia pages don't usually do that. Yeah, we don't do well with quizzes. <laughs> Pop quiz, hot shot. What are you, a winter, a spring, a summer, or an autumn? Wait, it did tell us at the top. My skin turns in autumn. Didn't we? Remember something about that? You liked the start of something? No, that was that was the Chinese. We haven't got there yet. Ah, oh, screw it. We're going to get there now then. Oh, no, we've got Indian astrology. What do they say? That's... Uh, there are four elements. Earth. Fire, air, water. Uh, the master of fire is Mars. Mercury is Earth. Saturn is air. You see, they only had four planets in the Indian one because they didn't invent telescopes till much later. So they only got to see ones that they could see. So they could only see out as far as Saturn. Surely you'd be able to see Jupiter. I like that they have uh, fire because you have curry. That makes a lot of sense. That's why Mars is always very visible. <laughs> All right, let's go down to the Chinese zodiac. All right, so now we're on to the next star sign because <clears throat> Westerners, Europeans, they saw stars and they figured out this is what everyone's personality is like. And they had 12. So then the Chinese went, you guys, you fucking idiots, all right? Forget the signs. It's not about stars, all right? This is about yin and yang, all right? Unlike you guys, we have 12 signs. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> but they're done annually. You can't tell a person's personality by their month they were born. It's by the year they were born. You got to think bigger. So that does kind of make more sense that people who were born in a particular year would act a particular way. It does. Because the stuff that would come out then. The fact that it repeats makes no sense. Well, it's the same as fashion. I reckon if you follow the <clears throat> Chinese zone, Zodiac, it would show how undercuts have come and gone. It's definitely a year of the monkey thing. <laughs> so I'm a tiger, which is the second coolest one. I am a pig. And when it comes to star signs, <laughs> yeah, I'm a pig. But I may have mentioned this before. It turns out the pig is the best one. Yeah, that's what a pig would say. I got told this by a Chinese woman I worked with. She's like, when were you born? Because I always thought I was a rat, which most people my age are a rat. That doesn't sound like a fun one. Neither does pig though. Yeah. And then when I found out I was a pig, I I was immediately disappointed. She's like, no, pig, very lucky. You're the best one. Apparently, if you're a pig, everything just happens for you. You get plenty of everything. None of this is true in my life. <laughs> but apparently, it turns out in China, like every year of the pig, hospitals are just filled with people trying to have babies. Women are trying to get babies out early. On the start of it, women are trying to hold babies in until the year of the pig. It's just crazy shit. They want their kids to be born in year of the pig. Ironically, by holding it in, that's probably going to cause a lot of damage. So he better be lucky because he's not going <laughs> to do very well intelligently. They're like, I don't want a dog. <laughs> I do not want a dog. So that's the sign. And what year are we in now? Oh God, I don't know. My 2018. Yep. So year of the, year dog. Of the dog. So if you have a baby this year, so hold on to your babies. Yeah, you don't want a dog. And and remember, it's not the new year. It's the Chinese new year, which is like Luna or something. I don't know. Ask a Greek Orthodox. They know about that too. Because you need a pig. Every man wants to marry a pig. That's right. Every woman too. Yep. Everyone wants a pig. How's your marriage going? Uh, I married a pig. You <laughs> lucky bitch. My man's a dog. <laughs> uh, I wish I could be a pig people. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about the Chinese calendar, as opposed to the European one, is that most of these are pretty horrible animals to be. Yeah, because you got your rat. That sucks. Ox. It's a cow. Lame. It's the same as Taurus. 
Tigers. Tiger. That's kick pretty, ass. That is a cool one to be. Rabbit. Eh. It eh. depends how you feel. I wouldn't be happy if I was a rabbit, but I could imagine some people might. You'd be scared. You'd be timid. But hey, you get to fuck a lot. So what are you gonna do? See, dragon feels like it'd clearly be the best. You know what? I'm gonna change my answer to dragon. That's definitely the cool one. That's the coolest one on there. Like if you go, you're a dragon. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah, that's a mythical thing. Yeah. Like a Virgo. Snake. Yeah, that sounds very evil. Horse. That's just a lot of work. Goat. I reckon the goat people would be weirdly proud about it. Oh, fucking oath. As a goat person yourself with the Capricorn. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I want to meet people who were born in that year of the goat. And they're like, yeah, man, because goats, like, they look kind of tubby and out of shape, but they're very agile. <laughs> I'm like, I know, right? They're like, you don't know. We've got a whole year of goating. You're just a month. You're like one twelfth a goat. Monkey's kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be fun to be a monkey. That's nature's clown. A rooster. rooster. Do you At want least be- you're not a chicken. They specify it's a male. Well, that's the thing. You would be very implicit in a rooster. It's not a chicken. Well, a rooster is a kind of chicken. No. It says rooster. How'd you feel if you're a chick born and you're the rooster? <laughs> Got a little chicken cock. <laughs> cock. Get it? And then dog, which we already discussed. Yeah, which wants to be a dog. I mean, dogs are cool, but there's always this feeling that they're beneath us. Yeah, it's a dude who's always happy to just hang out. What are you doing? Because I grew up with dogs. Every morning the dog comes up to you. Hey, buddy, what are we doing today? I got to go to school. Cool, man. I want to go to school too. Now you got to stay here. What? Nah, we're buddies. We're going to hang out. Whereas a cat sort of does the exact opposite. Oh, yeah, cat, I come home. It's like, you were gone. <laughs> now you're here. <laughs> there is no right with a cat. I come home and my cat still sleeps for an extra two hours before coming out to say hello to me. <laughs> Don't acknowledge them when they walk straight in. You'll spoil the human. <laughs> now I am ready. I'm not being aggressive. I'm being dominant. And then you got pig, which is you. Woo! Right. So what do these mean? Let's have a look at your pig thing then. Oh, they may not give us the traits here. Yeah, it hasn't really been good Tibetan for that. Tibetan and Japanese, Chinese. They all have them, but they're all... You're a pig. Hour of the pig. The hour of the pig is like... 9 p.m. till like 11 p.m. Which is not an hour. That's like three hours. Two. Nine, ten. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, I'm a pig. I don't need to be able to count. Hey, I win math. <laughs> hey, you beat Chinese people at math. <laughs> True. What's your month? November. January. No, it says November <laughs> to December. You don't get a choice in this. That's what you like. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, is that... November till December period. Just sort of the beginning of summer. I hate summer. No, I love summer, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Star signs are bullshit, dude. <laughs> and these are Chinese star signs, so that's racist. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is not just uh, ignorant to culture. This is ignorant to race. Cool. Let's check out the tiger. <laughs> Stop making mine sound lame. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Okay, that'll just sound weird. <laughs> Should I just leave you to do cat sounds for the rest of the podcast? I could make it the rest of <laughs> Do you mind turning out the lights when you let yourself out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Uh, how long could possibly be left? So blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. It's awesome. It doesn't actually really say people born. Yeah, we'd have to Google it, but I really can't be bothered to Google all the Chinese signs as well. Uh. Basically, I'm just going to go with whatever animal it is that sounds like a good thing. Yeah, you know, like whatever the animal is, that's the traits. Well, this one adds an extra element. Oh, then they've got the five elements. Yeah, they got metal and wood added to it. There's no air. I mm. guess there's no air in China. So metal is monkey and rooster. Ooh. So you, water is the pig and the rat. Cool. Whereas, I'm a water. And I'm wood. <laughs> I'm a wooden tiger. So you're a water pig. And I had a hippie friend of mine, one of my dirty hippie friends, explain to me somehow the exact year I was born, I'm a water water pig, which I don't know what that means, but it sounds like I'm very extreme. The water pigs are actually interesting stuff because that's a real 
creature. There's a water pig? Yeah, it's a nickname given to something called a tardigrade. Oh, is that the South American thing? Or is it water pig? Or I'm thinking of, maybe I'm thinking of water bear. Yeah. I oh, was. those creepy fucking, the thing that can be frozen and such. God, that's a creepy <laughs> looking fuck. A water bear. It's got six legs. It looks like a pillow. It does, like a cushy. With a weird like alien, like from the movie Aliens. Yes. Like mouth. It's got a round suck thing. Yeah, apparently there are lots of those on you right now. Really? Just wandering around. They are on us? I think they're on us. I'm Probably. Cool. Uh, at least In my scientific them. opinion. <laughs> ben the scientist. Yeah, there's lots of germs <laughs> and shit on us. Yeah, they look crazy. Alright, well that's the bottom of the page. So what did you reckon of this page? Well firstly, Ben, we made it to the bottom of a page. We did. <laughs> hey! You all we had to we... do was not read all the bullshit on it. <laughs> hey! You said we couldn't, but we did and we did it and we might even do it again someday. This was enlightening. <laughs> I am very happy that I managed to prove beyond near a shadow of a doubt that every star sign essentially says the same shit. So when people say that's such a Capricorn thing, I'll go it's also a Libra thing, it's also a Virgo thing, it's also a Cancer thing and they'll be like, what, like radiation? I'm like, no, 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 crabs like itchy. No, no, just forget it. You're clearly a Scorpio. Still, I bet you changed nobody's mind. People (laughs) who agreed with you before agree with you now. And people who didn't will not. I'm gonna have to rate this page a water water pig out of a possible Babylonian tower because <laughs> if it was to be rated out of almost getting to heaven, it's pretty good. It's exactly what I expected in a fabulous made-up universe where there's just layers of bullshit on layers of bullshit. I love it when people don't just say something stupid. Like, see those stars? That means that you have a lot of courage. Really? Those balls of light that are light years away? That means that I'm courageous? Yeah, man. And not only that, you have Earth attached to you. Well, everyone has Earth attached to them. It's called gravity, you dick. So that's how I'd It's fun for just acknowledging everything stupid about this. I enjoyed it thoroughly. What did you think, Ben? Well, I'm going to rate it out of what it says is my longitude here, because I'm a Pisces, so it's 359 degrees. You're nearly 360. Almost all the way around. Almost. That sums you up well, Ben. Yeah, so we'll see if this almost turned me around. (laughs) It didn't, but this would be awesome if it did. (laughs) That would have been a great segue. I know. Unfortunately, what do you rate it? I would probably just give it a 90. It's a lot of stupid crap. And we had to go off page to find like the, the traits and shit like that. And it tried to test us, which screw you. That wasn't very fair. That wasn't. You know, we don't pay attention, but it was interesting to go through. And neither of us believed in astrology before this. Nor after. So it is fun to just go and pick it apart. I've been educated now. Mm. I know that I'm a Jupiter, Aquarius, uh, fucking Earth, Tiger, Lily, Bale, Yang. See, everything I learned, I'm going to forget. You know, you really should. <clears throat> space in your brain could be used for something a lot more important than this. When's this ever going to come up except for when it's picking up chicks? That's the only time I've heard star signs used. You know, the, hey baby, what's your sign? I don't know if that's ever worked. Because what's your fall? Do you remember what your fall is? It's not up on the screen, so you can't look up on there to cheat. <laughs> is it a planet? Because I remember I don't have, yeah, it's a planet. you got to say a planet. Oh, my fall is, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> see, you don't remember any of this. Hell no. Your fall oh. is Jupiter. Oh, that's that's right. right. Yeah, you were going to get, see, we see? don't pay attention to these episodes. That's why I gotta record them. Yes, we'll listen back and go, oh, now we have this on tape. Yeah, that, I keep things on tape. <laughs> uh, whenever I need to know, when people go, what's your sign? I'll be like, just one second. In fact, give me an hour and a half and I'll cut back and tell you exactly what my sign is and my fall and my detriment. And they'll be like, your detriment is the fact that you think that I care. <laughs> All right. So aside from that, just got some stuff to plug. All right. So yeah, don't forget to rate our podcast. Give it a five star rating. We're still giving away a prize. I still got that Amazon gift voucher. Since I last did it, we still haven't got any more ratings. So rate it. It's the easiest way to win. Was it 50 bucks? $50 Amazon 
gift voucher. Amazon, what can you get at Amazon? Like everything? Really the next person who rates it could probably win. Most likely. So what are you waiting for? Do you want 50 bucks to buy anything? Because it does expire eventually. You really put pressure on us, didn't you? Yeah, I know. Oh God, we need ratings. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to buy something myself. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. I did get a verbal review of our podcast though. Uh, it was kind of interesting because it was a little bit about you. Do I get to know who said this? Yeah, it was my father. Oh, great. <laughs> he reckons that you swear too much. You're a little too offensive. I'm a little too offensive. Yeah, I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. It's not the racial slurs that's the problem. <laughs> no, they're it, fine. They're fine. He's fine and comfortable <laughs> with that. Okay, I swear too fucking much. Right. Well, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, I don't know how I feel about being on a podcast with someone who might offend people. I see Ben. <laughs> I see you. I have noticed that about you. And I mean, what a Pisces way to go about things. Just avoiding conflict. <laughs> You're a very sensitive boy when it comes to these things. You don't like the swearing. I've noticed that about you. Yeah, I try and keep it clean. I've only got to put the explicit tag on for you. <laughs> that was my challenge. That's why I got here. You came to me and you're like, look, we're going to review Wikipedia pages. There's a lot of good Bible stories I want to go through. We're just going to go through the Bible one at a time, see what Wikipedia has to say about it as we nice and clean and I said I must corrupt this boy <laughs> that's pretty much how it went down word for word so um to Ben's dad I'm very sorry um I've taught your young innocent and uh quite noble and admirable boy some dirty words don't worry he prays for my sins every day he tells me that in fact he forces me to pray sometimes yeah we gotta pray before the podcast every time yeah it's really annoying I wish you weren't Jewish because I don't understand Hebrew I mean it's cool that you do that and all like, I respect the religion, but I can't say I don't know what you say. You can be ordering a pizza. I don't know. No, it's Christian. I just had something stuck in my throat. Oh, okay. Well, that's still why I don't know it. And I just like the hat. <laughs> it is a cool hat. It is. Oh, yarmulke. Oh, yarmulke. So what else are we plug in? A YouTube channel. All of it's in the show notes. You've got humidor.com.au. That has links to all our stuff. Facebook. We have Instagram that we sometimes use. Twitter's on there. We'll get through to all of it but mostly hit up our Facebook YouTube website and keep listening to the podcast yeah that's rate it. probably the most important thing listen to us yeah yeah listen to us alright I think we'll call it quits there right. I've been Ben Grohl I've been Garth Remington Capricorn and Pisces <laughs> catch you on the next wiki review Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw.